94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. 7.26 on your Rise and Drive right here on 94.7 Kumu, Devin and Esme, and we got our Kumu Kokua segment. This is where we bring in Hawaii's leaders and experts to talk to you about the issues that you care about and also to answer your questions. And since it is Aloha Friday, we have back on our show the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Hawaii, Mr. Josh Green. Good morning, sir. Morning. Good morning, guys. Good to hear your voice. (laughs) You too, sir. Nice to have you back. Wanted to talk about Thanksgiving because that's (laughs) top of mind for a lot of people. What do you, as Lieutenant Governor here in Hawaii, what are you recommending? And are we going to get stronger direction here locally? I think we may. I I will say right now, the very best way to approach Thanksgiving is to do it with your household and your household only. That's the best decision that anyone can make. I know it's difficult to do that, to have a quiet Thanksgiving just with your household, but that would be the lowest risk. If you're not going to do that, then only go with one other group and stay in the you know stay within the number that the city allows. Mm-hmm. The uh, the reason for this is your household, your own bubble, demonstrates the risk that you you know you take on every day because we don't want to have a big surge after Thanksgiving. We're doing so well, guys. We're the we have the lowest rate of COVID in the country right now, the lowest spreading rate right? and oh. the lowest mm-hmm. right. We are lowest. And we have the second lowest mortality rate, second only to Vermont. So these are things to be very proud of, but this can get away from us kind of quickly. But the most important thing is it's community spread, which is by a huge margin our largest risk, because that's when we have time together. That's when we have more, you know, more face-to-face time. That's where the spread of COVID is occurring. It is really not occurring in any large numbers from travel. We wanted to talk with you, Lieutenant Governor, also about, indeed, the Save Travels program. And here's Hawaii trying to reopen. Is this now the time to keep building up our local tourism in the midst of where we've been reporting about all these major surges on the mainland and worldwide? Well, not trying to build it up, per se. Uh, trying to keep the lid on. So, we remember, we opened up more than a month ago. We mm-hmm. opened up on October 15th with the safe travels program, the pretest requirement to avoid quarantine, and then some surveillance afterwards. And it has not shown any significant increase at all of travel-related cases. Mm. That, those are the facts. Now, the, the benefit of adding Japan is they've had low rates, and they are, like Canada, going to be mandated to have any traveler have their test fully negative before they come here. And so their rates are going to be utterly low. It's a question of, of survival for people. A lot of people depend on their survival, being able to pay for food or rent from being able to be employed. And that's, that's reasonable to, to expect that. At the same time, we have to do it safely. I'm not sure if people have reflected on the change, how significant it is. But to have your test and have to have it before you land, mm-hmm. it will restrict the number of people that decide to travel over uh, the Pacific Ocean. Because it, it will be more difficult than before to get a test within the three days. That's just a fact. With the extra cases on the mainland and more people competing for tests, it'll be hard. And that's a, that's because, that creates a very natural, um, like a natural check and balance on the safe travel program. Mm-hmm. If you don't get your test, you're going into quarantine. If it's not, if you don't have it in hand by the time you arrive, right? So that is a, that's a real check on things. And I know it has, the industry is very concerned, but People are first, as we know, and we all care most about staying healthy. So, Well, we read a story in uh, Variety where they said there are people on the mainland who are catching COVID, going to the hospital, and then telling the nurses that 
the whole COVID thing is a hoax. <laughs> no, that's uh, that that unfortunately is almost um, delusional behavior. In fact, it is delusional behavior if you get a diagnosis and a fixed false belief. That's the definition of delusions medically. That's what people are doing for political reasons, which is very sad that it's come to that because when people are delusional, they can't make decisions that are in their own interest or in the interest of others. Um, unfortunately, it's just what will happen to them. They will suffer and they will, they like anyone else, whether they choose to believe it or not, they'll have the same approximately 7% risk of needing to go into the hospital and approximately 1.2% risk of dying. That's the numbers. Make good decisions for yourself and your family out there, guys. Um, Sir, I wanted to ask you about this situation with the mayors, actually specifically Kauai Mayor Derek Kawakami. Um, He's been asking for a while now for something specific uh, that would ratchet, he believes would, you know, increase the level of safety with visitors coming here. So specifically, he's been asking for a second test to be required when people arrive and also a three-day quarantine. Um, So it would go three-day quarantine and then they take a second test to make sure that they are absolutely free of COVID when they arrive. Are the counties likely to get approved for anything like this? Do you think it's even necessary? That's a question you have to pose to the governor. I would say that uh, the mayors know their people very well, and if that's what they'd like to do, then they should make their pitch, and the governor uh, will strongly consider it. I can't speak for him. I can tell you what the facts are, which is that we have not had significant spread from travel. Uh, But if you want to hermetically seal your community, wherever that is, I'm not speaking about Kauai specifically or anywhere, it can be done, and you can get your cases down to about zero. But then the, the flip side is you won't have people able to visit. You will have a hard time reuniting individuals. It will be very difficult to travel. I can tell you I've given people a program, a safe travel program, that has worked. It simply has worked. It's worked better than we, we even had hoped it would work. It's kept cases down at an utterly low level. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, regarding the vaccinations, one of the things about it was, oh, yay, vaccination, it's 90% effective. Oh, boy, we have to keep it at under 100 degrees. <laughs> How, uh, what are the preparations that we're doing? I mean, is that a state thing? Is that a and that's actually mi- yes, yeah, minus what like happens? 100 degrees yeah. un- under, below zero. Exactly. So about, at least for one of them. How is that, how one, that being worked out? Uh, it's an extremely large logistical uh, lift by many people. We have over 100 people in the government working on this with many additional teams. So the Hyema team is able to put together all the, strate- uh, the, the strategic, I guess, uh, plans. And then we work with so many partners you can't even imagine. Some of them are hospital partners. Some of them are industry partners that have that kind of freeze technology a lot of the decisions that we'll make on these vaccinations will in some ways be dependent on being a rural state far away from the mainland. For instance, the Moderna vaccine does not require deep freeze as opposed to the Pfizer vaccine. There is even some discussion about some of the other emerging technologies that don't require refrigeration at all. And sooner or later, that's going to be a game changer for you know, the developing world and mm-hmm. very warm climate. So we're preparing for each of the different individual scenarios. I heard Dr. Fauci talking about that yesterday. Normally, we do 80 million flu vaccines. We're hoping to do 300 million uh, COVID vaccinations. But he kind of just said, uh, look, we're used to this. This is, what, this is what public health officials do. It's just slightly larger scale. Mm, okay. Uh, got a couple questions off uh, Facebook here from uh, Heidi Krull. How does someone get released from quarantine once results are in after arrival? Because I guess... 
someone she knows hasn't been released for a week, even though the results are uh, negative. If, if the results were negative and it was from a trusted partner, most of those people are getting released within 24 hours. Uh, if she's got, if she has been to be one of the very rare people that has been stuck in that limbo, I've done what I can to help as an individual, but that's what the website is for. The Hawaii, uh, the, the Hawaii COVID-19 dot uh, com website in the travel section there. I wanted to ask you about the mask mandate. Um, you know, we had been talking about it for a while. It finally uh, was issued uh, over the past few days. And um, do you think it was effective? Did it go far enough? And are you seeing an effect, like an actual measurable effect in the in the community here in Hawaii now? Yes, uh, it, it's better. We saw that the numbers for masking did improve somewhat in the last couple uh, days and weeks. We're now up closer to 85% across most communities. It's been, um, I can tell you, it's 86% in Hawaii County, which is important, 85% Maui, 83% Honolulu, and Kauai is 76%. Uh, the numbers are a little better. We could do more still, and when I say more still, I mean we need to change the fine structure. So it's a simple process for the police to give someone a 50 or or $100 fine and use that as a deterrent. That would be more valuable. The legislature is going to have to do that, and uh, my preference is they would come in and do it now because now is when the virus is threatening us. It will still be threatening us in January, January, February, March, and so on. So I would love to have it now. It's their decision. It's their prerogative uh, when to come in and do that. Uh, the mandate that the governor mentioned, he did make it more clear that the rules are the same for each of the counties, and that's an improvement. Significant. So. I hope that people take that to heart. You know, all this fighting that goes on about testing and post-testing and all that, that's mostly baloney, okay? Mostly baloney because we have a better program than anybody else. We're being very careful, and our travel numbers that with, with COVID are extremely low. But masks, if not worn, will mean that there we have a lot of spread, a ton. And that's a fact. That, that is what is needed. So when masks are worn, the, the cases drop 50%. That's what we've seen in comparative mm-hmm. studies in populations right next to one another across the country. So if people want to knock our cases down from yesterday's 107 down to 53, 54, that's all it would take, all of us wearing masks. And frankly, if all of us were wearing masks, the numbers would go down so low that we would actually be back to our normal lives with the exception is that we'd be wearing masks when in public. We'd yeah. like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, we know that, uh, you, that you have to run off, but we want to thank you very much for spending this time with us today. Um, as, as always, being informative, and uh, we're going to give your number out again, because yeah, that's the thing. You were the only Lieutenant Governor who does that, so what the heck? Yeah, I want to help, but just use it for emergencies, guys. It's 937-0991, 937-0991, and I would like to take care of everybody every day, but I'd just in my current job, I can't get to everyone. But I, I'm pretty good at texting, and I um, will solve problems one by one as needed. Um, some people just called me to put me in their phone. I dig it. That's good. <laughs> so um, I just thank you, everybody. I, I'll probably um, – I'm still available next Friday if you like. I mean, I hopefully we'll have a turkey hangover. That's it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, in fact, actually, as maybe we should have him do our, our outgoing messages on our phones. <laughs> hey, this is uh, Lieutenant Governor Jess Green answering for Devin. Wear your mask. Yeah. Out. <laughs> and have your best friends wear it and your relatives wear it, and we'll get through COVID okay. Oh, there I you hope go. So. Uh, okay. we'll, we will talk to you after Thanksgiving uh, next week. Thank you very much, Lieutenant Governor, for uh, joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
Be safe. Take care. Remember, it's 94.7 Kumu. 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 Kumu.